Hello and welcome to LSH Talks, a podcast hosting important conversations within the commercial property network. In today's episode, we will be discussing the reopening of the hotel sector. The hotel sector has weathered the impact of multiple lockdowns since the start of the pandemic. However, as the market is beginning to reopen, I'm joined today with Hugh Anderson, Director of Hotels, and Martin Davis, Director of Hotels and Leisure here at Lambert Smithampton. So thank you for joining me today on the podcast. With the closure of hotels for leisure purposes, how important are staycations for helping the industry to get back on its feet? Staycations have been vitally important for the industry in terms of the subdued corporate market that's currently affecting certainly city centre markets. So we're seeing key tourist destinations and cathedral cities, etc., that are massively seeing a boost in demand uh, and occupancy, which certainly was certainly experienced within the brief periods of of, uh, release from lockdown last year, but certainly we saw immediately as soon as the government's announcement was made about the path to unlockdown that there was a significant increase in bookings and inquiries to major operators um, across the market. If I can add to that, the staycation market is, is sort of turned around really and as Hugh said there are certain locations in particular that we've seen the market moving on very strongly and in in many cases uh, we're dealing with the sale of a hotel at the moment that actually traded better through the summer months in the release from lockdown than it had in the previous year but it it effectively has become a two-tier market so the corporate element of the market versus staycation um, is a very different story. So broadly speaking, what levels of inbound tourism in the UK are we set to see throughout the rest of 2021? Or is it hard to say at the moment? I think it's difficult to gauge that. I mean, that's very much dependent on government uh, restrictions in terms of inbound tourism and outbound tourism. I guess there will be a trade-off. So whilst if people can't travel abroad, they're more likely to staycation and ha- have their holidays in the UK. Um, so there will be an element of an up, uplift for that. However, the the lack of uh, inbound tourism from the likes of America and China to London will have a big impact on certain locations like London and, of course, for the airport hotels, uh, Heathrow, Gatwick, Manchester and, and obviously the many others. So that that's a very much a detrimental issue and will have an impact. And I'll add in there, obviously, at the moment, we're seeing weekly changes in terms of countries that we can travel to and vice versa. Uh, and again, it's a widely debated topic in terms of vaccine rollouts uh, in other countries, EU and further afield. So that, that, that piece of the jigsaw in terms of inbound tourism to the UK is, is, is really difficult at the moment to, to predict how that's going to unfold. And that's that's clearly going to be impacted by the vaccine rollout in other in other countries in the EU. Moving towards hospitality, what is the sector looking like for those businesses? At the moment, we're seeing, as we talked about in, in the earlier question, the staycation market being extremely buoyant at the moment, and certainly the eating out, dining, drinking market has has bounced back very very quickly, with with a lot of operators reporting significant demand long lead times for for bookings and availability and again hopefully a very buoyant return to trading because clearly it's one of the worst hit sectors within the market we've seen significant delays in in, in reopening and, and significant periods of closure so those businesses are probably at a fairly 
challenge point financially, staffing and morale. So the whole path out of lockdown, it's vital to get that final stage on the 21st of June unlocked and for that normality of trading to return without restriction in terms of covers, in terms of operationally, etc. So it's, 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 we're nearly there. And I think there's a lot of, lot of our clients are saying that they're desperately wanting to reopen. Uh, one of our key sectors is weddings. All sector has been significantly impacted throughout the whole of lockdown with very, very restricted uh, volume of, of people allowed to attend weddings, funerals, etc. That, that again is a huge pent up demand in the marketplace for weddings and functions to, to, to recommence. But that doesn't take away the fact that there is, is a significant period of, of non-trading for those businesses. The hotel revenues, as Hugh's already said, have been massively impacted by a pandemic. And I think the government support has certainly helped cushion the blow to a degree. And I think that sort of has helped, helped through the situation until now. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how things play out in the coming months. Firstly, the 21st of June, as Hugh just said, is, is very important for us that we can reopen properly um, and get back to some kind of normality for, for businesses such as wedding venues. I think the other thing that uh, we need to look at carefully and the government need to look at carefully is how they relax the support that they've been given so far. For example, um, the VAT uh, reduction, the moratorium on leases, other, other elements such as that are going to be kind of fundamental to operators. I think the job retention scheme is another thing that um, could have a big impact once that once that is finished on, on general independent operators and, and corporate multiple operators as well. There needs to be a really careful balance between the unwinding of those support systems that is, is carefully coordinated to time in with the proper return to trading fundamentals, because if it doesn't, there's going to be potentially uh, a significant impact on the industry in terms of its ability to claw its way back out of, of the last 18 months. Speaking of the hospitality sector, I did want to touch on the lack of demand for hospitality-based jobs. Do you know of any particular reasons for the lack of demand for those taking up positions within the hospitality sector? I think we're certainly on the cusp of a significant problem for the hospitality sector. I think during the furlough support scheme, people have perhaps moved into other jobs uh, or perhaps if they were eu based have perhaps returned back to original countries etc and look for employment in their home countries so i think again the hospitality sector has generally tended to be viewed as an infill job rather than necessarily a career i think the uk has struggled to map out a properly orchestrated training and, and support system to to really identify hospitality sector as a career and I think I think the other thing is the the factor, as Hugh said, is that where we've seen areas such as the Lake District is a really prime example where there aren't a lot of chimney pots around of local people to call upon to help fill roles. A lot of roles were filled from Europe, uh, mainland Europe, and for for a number of reasons, as well as Brexit, I think, and financial reasons as well. I think a lot of people have gone back and have found it not so lucrative to be working from the UK as, the, as it was. And I think that's a big issue. I'm, I'm aware of a number of hotels that haven't been able to reopen because they simply haven't got the number of staff they need 
to, to, to get back on track. So that definitely is going to be a big issue for operators moving forwards, which means ultimately for them, they're probably going to have to increase their, their pay. And that's going to obviously have an impact on the bottom line. So turning towards investors, what is the hotel investment market currently looking like? I think at the moment, there is a weight of money that is, is, is waiting to be invested into the sector. I think there was an anticipation that there would be more distress, uh, perhaps in, in Q1 of this year. That's not materialised. Certainly, we're working with banks, accountants, support teams in terms of taking a much more constructive uh, approach to the sector. And rather than taking in more draconian action are looking to support operators through this journey rather than taking the administration liquidation type route. So I think there is money waiting to be invested into the sector in the hope that there are bargains to be had, distressed assets, etc. But those those products that, and stock have not yet come to the market. Whether we see, as we just talked about, the, the unravelling of the support systems that might result in in an increase in those distressed opportunities it remains to be seen and we don't expect to see that probably until q3 q4 this year in terms of sort of investor appetite i think a lot of the funds have had numerous issues across the property sector and again because of the issues surrounding hospitality and trading that there's been a reluctance to, to invest currently in the market, but that will undoubtedly change as trading fundamentals return. I think that's probably a very much a case of a lot of, whether it be corporate investors or individual operator purchasers, I think there's a case of let's wait and see before jumping for things. That said, there there is a very limited amount of stock in the market in any case at the moment. I think both buyers and sellers are probably sitting on the fence waiting to see what will, will happen next. But I, th- I don't think that's that's necessarily a bad thing. I think uh, the way that the, the banks and accountancy practices have been reviewing businesses has been, been good. And at the moment, they seem to be giving businesses support. Obviously, the government's help with the C-bills and bounce-back loans gave operators some help at that time. But obviously, as, 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 the, as we said earlier, those elements of uh, support unwind, pressure will increase on operators. And so I think we'll see an element of businesses, distressed businesses coming to the market. I think we'll see some businesses doing very well and they will continue to perform well. So it, it's business as normal from that point of view. You always see some winners and some losers. What I would say is sort of turning that on its head is in terms of operators out there who've got hotels, look at what your op- your opportunities are and look at what we can do now rather than leaving it until further down the line. There's a lot we can do to help operators in terms of looking at the, the future opportunities for the business. And LSH is is pretty unique in as much not only can we look at the as an operational concern, but we can also look at alternative use values, um, whether that be care, residential. We've got planning teams, building consultancy teams that uh, integrate with us, and uh, we're pretty unique from that point of view. And that advice um, is there to be had, and we're happy to to help people through the difficult time. So the final question for today's podcast is, what do you both hope that the coming months may hold for the hospitality and hotel sectors with the hope of the easing of lockdown on June 21st? I think fundamentally, it's a return to trading normality uh, and and hopefully a complete relaxation of the restrictions that have impacted on the sector. 
because without that, businesses cannot return to normalised trading levels that they were experiencing in sort of 2019 and early early 2020. So without without that ability to return to business as usual, I think there's going to be some significant impact uh, in the longer term. So there's some fairly fairly vital benchmark dates ahead of us. But I think at the moment we're all keeping everything crossed to uh, to hope that, that there's no delay to that reopening on the 21st and for trading to, to return through. But it will take a long time for many businesses to recover to the sort of trading levels that they were historically at. I don't think I can really add much more to that, to be honest, uh, other than say we're, we're looking forward to getting out there and seeing operators again and uh, sort of seeing transactions come back to the levels that we would normally expect to see. But I think there's no doubt about it. There certainly is demand, applicant demand to acquire assets, but I think they need to see conditions stabilised. It'll be business as normal at that point. But until then, we're... Uh, we're waiting with bated breath. Certainly, I'm, I'm seeing an uptick in uh, client activity on the development of new hotels. And certainly, from a, from a cycle point of view, that projects that are perhaps not yet underway, that funding permitting, that they, perhaps now is, is, is a logical time to look at hotel development where land values are perhaps depressed. There's an opportunity once those assets are perhaps built in 20 12 to 24 months time that they will be launching into a, a much more buoyant market with, with trading fundamentals returns. So I think there are opportunities, particularly for development out there, uh, although we do at the moment have, have the, uh, the backdrop of, of significant increases in bill costs. So it, it is still challenging, but certainly we're seeing an increased activity. In that, in that segment of the market. And I think, I think the same, same could be said for agency brokerage in terms of uh, resales of existing hotels. If the pricing is right, there'll be applicant interest. You know, we've had a number of cases recently where pricing has been looked at more carefully on hotels that have been on the market a little while, where the pricing is more in line with the market at the moment. Uh, there's certainly applicant demand and uh, it's, you know, we're able to, to win deals and uh, get deals over the line. For more information, please visit lsh.co.uk or visit the direct link in the description box of this podcast.